Welcome to The Messy Path, a podcast about navigating the messy journey through personal and spiritual development. I'm Ariel, a rapid transformational therapist, helping women connect and enhance their relationship to self and soul. And I'm Whitney, an intuitive relationship coach, guiding women into deeper connection with themselves so they can live out their ideal relationships in all areas of life. The messy path isn't something to escape, but to embrace and find yourself on, not in. You aren't your mess, darling, and we're here to show you that you can navigate through the mess along your journey to yourself. The journey through personal and spiritual development isn't a walk in the park. Rather, it's an arduous hike through a dense and rocky forest. This podcast is created to support you in moving through your mess. As an RTT therapist and intuitive relationship coach, we've been in it for years, supporting our clients, learning how to manage our own mess, grow as imperfect and beautiful souls, and continue to expand along our own path. Our inspiration and goal is that through merging our experiences and sharing our stories and practices, we can guide women on their paths. Together, we can show the variety of paths life takes to finding your true connection and way of being in your life. Life is messy. It's a series of beautiful events that push us, challenge us, and show us what we can be. Join us as we share in the mess and expand on our journey through the messy path. Hi everyone, and happy Thanksgiving week. Um, So our topic today is about Thanksgiving. Um, and the practice of gratitude and what that means and and what our experiences have been and really giving ourselves permission during this coronavirus-ridden holiday season to give yourself permission to release the shoulds um, and kind of how we we can do that with a practice of gratitude. So um, first, Whitney has a really exciting program coming up in December. uh, So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, thanks, Ariel. I'm excited to give thanks with you shortly here and share this practice. Um, one of the things I'm so thankful for was the inspiration to create Open to 2021, uh, which is a short group coaching program that I am holding next month. Um, we're already about 50% full. So if you want to jump in, please, please, please join me. I'm thinking about adding another session because um, I want to welcome as many folks into this practice as possible. But what this practice is, is two weeks to just hold space and plan and dream forward to 2021. This year has been bonkers. um, And next year we just have a giant question mark. I think all of us have learned to expect the unexpected this year. Uh, So this is really a practice to get yourself clear and centered on what you can control and what you do want to create and have and be next year. And then how to really deliberately set up your mindset and set up supports for yourself to manage through whatever may pop up next year as you're moving towards those goals and those things that you want to create in your life. So it's a really cool opportunity to just get super clear with me. And then I'm going to share a bunch of mindset tips and uh, different support mechanisms that you can use for yourself throughout 2021. So really what I love about this is it's teaching you a program that I basically have used for myself for years that you can then use and reuse whenever you feel like you need a reboot. So this is not like new year specific, it's job change, it's relationship change, it's I just feel stagnant and need to like shake things up. So it's a really cool practice that- Transitory, um, right? Totally. It's those transition times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm super excited about it. You can learn more at uh, beingopen.com slash open to 2021. Um, and if you just go to my homepage, it's right there. Um, so I'm super excited to be offering this and there's still some room. If you have any questions, you can DM me on Instagram and I'm happy to answer any questions you may have. So, yay. Love it. And I think if we were to sign up for, you know, being open 2021 with Whitney, it also moves very fluidly and smoothly into joining our messy path course in January. So we're starting the Messy Path course again um, on 011221 um, is our as our start date and we meet on Tuesdays and Thursdays um, twice a week for a month 
Um, and really what we're sharing in that is what's the difference between you and the mess, right? Mm -hmm. Separating the mess from you and being able to do the healing work and steps to really ground into yourself. Mm -hmm. So I love this kind of combination, um, having these two courses kind of within the month apart from each other. It's like setting your intentions and doing the healing work to really call that in to step up. Um, one of my favorite weeks um, was our, our final week of the Messy Path course, where we're really bringing in, calling in our higher self, mm -hmm. making commitments to ourselves, um, calling in that higher energy and stepping fully into our power and intentions for the coming season and, and in January, the coming year. Mm -hmm. so, um, so setting your intentions, doing the healing work and aligning into it, it's a beautiful flow of of events there which we're both really excited for so let us know if you have any questions about the messy path there's information on on both of our websites which are linked in the show notes as well so today gratitude you know one of the big things i'm grateful for is is doing this work with whitney i love talking to you about things um, and gratitude and a gratitude practice is is one of my favorite alignment practices. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, currently the background on my phone. It is, I have it grateful written on the wall in my mm -hmm. living room so I can see it every day. Um, and it's just those nice reminders. And mm -hmm. so I know, you know, some of my experience, Whitney, what's, what's kind of your experience with that? Or how mm -hmm. are you feeling like people can bring, you know, that other sense of gratitude into the mess that is this holiday season. Mm -hmm. I think this practice is even more important this holiday season than it ever has been in the, in the past. I think, especially with the knowledge of what this holiday means in America, like it very much, I think is going to be at a turning point for its purpose. Um, Cause it really is grounded in colonialism, which I think we're all wrestling with as white people who are trying to do the work. Um, so my focus this year is how do you take, how do you take such a bonkers year? And like, this is a year where we're not getting together with any family, even Greg's family that lives down the street. Cause it's just too dangerous with the way COVID is surging right now um, in our community. And how do I find gratitude and excitement in this space in this kind of restful holiday season that it was supposed to be restful, but I think we've all learned like in America, there is no rest during this season. I think, <laughs> I think restful holiday season is a word that most American women, like a concept that most American women are completely detached from. Totally. Like even hearing you say it right now, my reaction was like, didn't, did this girl just say restful holiday season? <laughs> yes, but that's what they want. Yeah, that's what I want to do with this holiday season. So like yes. I was talking with Greg the other day and like realizing like, I'm not going to see my family for Thanksgiving. We're not seeing like his real extended family for Thanksgiving. I'm not going home for open highs and Christmas in Michigan for the first time in my entire life, which like we had already planned, but now knowing that like Christmas is probably just going to be bizarre this year, like seeing how COVID is surging mm -hmm. and like what's happening. Um, it's really hitting me like, okay, all of the things that I used to just automatically lean on for this season, poof, are like gone. So what do I want to do in this space that is created? What the default thing that my ego wants to do is like, you know, drink too much mulled wine and get sad and just like watch Charlie Brown Christmas on my TV and be like, yeah, I want my right. family. But yeah. I, I'm sitting here as my observer going, this is such a cool opportunity. So what are we gonna do with it? And that is where I'm deciding to ground into. And that's where I think this gratitude practice like totally tunes in. So what I want to encourage everybody, um, and Ariel mentioned it already, but I just, I want to reiterate this. Use Ariel and I right now as your permission slip to let go of the expectations you have for this season, for the expectations you have for yourself to perform in a certain way, to make a turkey, to like, you know, say hi to that relative that you don't like or whatever that thing is. Like, this is your permission slip, excuse slip, whatever. Like, let go of the expectations and let this weird holiday season be something you create beauty in instead of feel angst about. And even in that, right, it's setting that uh, intention. Mm -hmm. I think so many times the holidays feel like 
um, especially women, because women are the caretakers of the holiday, I think, statistic, you know, um, yeah, stereotypically, um, where we have a completely different holiday experience than, than men do. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> with <laughs> yep. making the food, wrapping all the presents, getting everything set, coordinating, you know, this is a, a hectic time. And it's like, but that's not the, that's not the actual intention. That's not the actual thing. And I think releasing those shoulds, releasing that pressure Mm -hmm. of saying, okay, what is, how does this serve you? What can you do that's serving you? Mm -hmm. And I think one of the the best things to do in that is so many of our messages, slow down and give thanks, right? Do you these gratitude practices? So, Mm -hmm. so, okay, I'll share kind of how I started my kind of gratitude. So I was living in Chicago and was absolutely miserable. And I was, anytime I wasn't working, I was driving home to Wisconsin and I would leave work, you know, at whatever, 10 o'clock at night and drive the hour and a half, two hours, you know, to go home and was crying for most of the time. Um, (laughs) I was so miserable there and my, my job wasn't in alignment at all anymore. And that was making it really difficult. I felt really isolated and I was at the very end stages of, um, my college relationship completely dismantling and he was living in a different state and I had been living in a different state prior to that. And it was very tumultuous, very hostile and just back and forth on my emotions and and it finally stopped and just even in the stopping of it was exhausting Mm. um and really traumatic um and I was in just this sad funk I just said my apartment had like three tables and a bed in it and my tv was on the floor and I would just sit on the floor and cry all the time Mm. and then go and then go back to my parents' house when I could. Um, and I was really distraught. And I was like, I have to get out of this now. Like this has to be done. I'm done doing this. And I could yeah. feel that in myself. And I'm and I'm sure my my friends, my mom, like were also telling me this as well, where I was able to see they were so over it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yep, okay, I need to stop just talking about this. I need to stop just crying about this. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, that was my big breakdown of life expectations. And so in similarity, right, this is the dismantling of our holiday expectations, yes. right? How is that going? How is that supposed to go? Who are you supposed to see? How is it supposed to go? At my life at that point, I was grieving, I think, more than the person, the expectation for my life had, mm-hmm. right? This is when I, who I was going to be married to. This is what, how that was going to look. This is where we were going to live, right? Yep. It was a loss of the dream. It was a loss of a, an expectation. Mm-hmm. And I think more so than the person who had become so tarnished at that point mm-hmm. individually, it was the grief of that and stepping into the unknown of what does that really mean for me? I think that's such a beautiful thing to highlight because so often, like if you are in any process of grief right now, like if you Mm -hmm. are mourning anything, I want you to stop and look at what you're mourning because I'm willing to bet it's the the thought and the expectation around the situation and not the the individual or the job. You know, Mm -hmm. it really is the story that you have created around the situation. It is not that person or that thing. Um, Yes. And and I I think it's such a good reminder. Identify then that, mm-hmm. you know, my soul contract, the relationship between me and him was over. Yeah. And I just kept trying to hold on to it longer than it was because yeah. I wanted what that was supposed to mean. Yes. So what did, so what did I do? I don't know if I heard it. Uh, I feel like Oprah magazine is coming into my mind right now of how, why did I start doing like a gratitude journaling? So mm-hmm. I don't know if it was something like that or I saw some some post mm-hmm. that was talking about having a gratitude journal. And so I simply downloaded an app called Gratitude Journal and just set my intention every day to fill in something on, on this journal. Yeah. And I tried to do as many as I could 
but I think I always gold for at, at least five things every day. Oh, wow. And looking back at this, they, they're like really sad, but that's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I look back at them and, and it's like only cried once today. That was a huge win. Yeah. I might've cried for like three hours, but it was still only one set of time instead of like all throughout the day. That was like wow. a huge win for me at that time. Um, or I would say I had a conversation with a friend or, yeah. you know, there was a nice bird outside the window or my sandwich for lunch tasted really good. But what I was doing in looking for things to be grateful for, yep. it was shifting my perspective from what wasn't going good yes. to what was good around me. And it's that shift of perspective that can change everything about your reality. And if you need any, like the best quick fix for shifting your energy, for shifting your mood, your vibration, what are you grateful for right now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are you grateful for right now? Yep. And it could be the, your breath. Seriously. That you're breathing. Like yeah. these can be so basic and it can also be so profound, so bigger that yeah. my breath is connected to the loving light that connects all living things, right? Mm -hmm. You can expand upon that and mm -hmm. feel less isolated and feel more connected, mm -hmm. right? When you're looking for those things, you're tapping into the energy, the good energy that's around you. That's so it sounds like our coming into a gratitude practice happened fairly similarly. Mm -hmm. And one, one thing I want to know that you just reminded me of is another thing that I used as kind of a gratitude practice adjacent thing is if I was really in the depths of a negative experience, and I still do this today, I remind myself, I am not the first human to feel this emotion and I will not be the last. And mm. there are probably Mil millions, there's 7 billion plus people on the planet. There are probably millions of other humans in this moment feeling the same emotion as me. And it's so like, it's so mind blowing to think, oh my God, I feel so isolated and so sad and so depressed or whatever the situation is. And yet I know that there's probably like easily a million other people on the planet that have the same emotion right now. Like that's crazy to think about. And it just shows you how interconnected we are, no matter how isolated you feel yes. in an experience. Yes. Um, and I think that isolation is so much of what can bring us down. Mm -hmm. and, and especially when we're, we're literally quarantining, yeah. right? When so many of us say, oh, okay, that person can't go out at all anymore for the next two weeks, you know, mm -hmm. or whatever we're, we're checking in. We, we're all going through these fluctuations mm -hmm. where we're balancing any semblance of interaction with, with more isolation. And, but even knowing that we're all doing that yeah. brings a connection together and that connection taps you into that love, that higher mm -hmm. vibration. Um, that's so healing. Mm -hmm. um, and so the more that I was doing the gratitude journaling, mm -hmm. um, the more and more I saw, the yeah. more things I recognized as being grateful for. And I felt myself getting happier and happier and happier mm -hmm. because I was releasing those things that were no longer serving me, that were bringing me down, that were mm -hmm. keeping me stuck in there. And I was opening myself up to the beauty, the possibility, the, the things that were around me, the simple joys of life. Mm -hmm. And my favorite um, my favorite quote, which really is my life mantra, mm -hmm. is a quote from um, Thoreau in his book on man and nature. And it says, I wish to live ever as to derive my satisfactions and inspirations from the commonest events, everyday phenomena, so that what my senses hourly perceive, my daily walk, the conversation of my neighbors may inspire me and I may dream of no heaven, but that which lies about me. That's and, amazing. And it just is, you know, saying just that those, the commonest events, mm -hmm. the commonest events mm -hmm. bring me joy, yeah. bring me satisfaction. 
that yeah. you see heaven amongst you, right? Yeah. Because we are, you know, um, there's a beautiful metaphor that, um, you know, after a wildfire, the first thing that that grows is these purple flowers. They're called fireweed. Yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, and it's and it's a God's gift. Mm-hmm. It's like here's this destruction, but there's beauty. I'm giving you back beauty. Well, and, and, and a fun fact: sometimes you need the fire. A lot of the trees mm-hmm. out here they yes. do not grow the next generation. Like the seeds don't open up until there's fire. The fire opens the pine cones to drop the seeds to bring mm-hmm. the new forest to life. So like girl or guy or however you identify yourself, like whatever crap you're going through right now, it's okay. Like it mm-hmm. is okay. And the, the experience you're moving through is needed for you to get to the next section of your path. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. And that there can be joy and beauty in that. And when mm-hmm. you shift your perspective from seeing the devastation of the fire to enjoying the beauty of that flower, yes. you will see more and more beauty unfold around mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and you'll feel that in your heart and you'll shift your perspective to expecting good things yes. and that will be more you know through the law of attraction that will just draw more and more things into you mm-hmm. um i love taking pictures and um and I wish I could capture the moon better. That's like mm-hmm. one of my biggest things. And mm-hmm. I'm always taking pictures while I'm on a bike, like while I'm literally still moving on a bike ride, <laughs> um, <laughs> while I'm walking, while I'm driving the car, um, these things that are not necessarily advisable. Yeah. And I just, you know, have my phone and, and we'll snap a picture. Yeah. And my partner was recently saying, do you want a real camera? You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, I've thought about this for such a long time because I love my photos. Our our house is full of photos that I've taken of mm-hmm. of nature or of us or of our family, but mm-hmm. that I've taken. And I said, no, I don't think I want a real camera yeah. because if I were to have a real camera, I would be focusing on how is this set up, how mm-hmm. is this focused, how is this laid out, like more focused into the taking of the picture than in the instantaneous moment Mm -hmm. that I'm wanting to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And I think some of my favorite pictures are blurred or because I'm in motion and I'm just like, but look at the sun on the trees, right? Those are some of my favorite moments is just seeing the sun glisten through the pines mm-hmm. and just feeling that energy. And when I look back at those pictures, I feel into that. I mm-hmm. feel into that moment. And that's such another good way. And I love there was a hundred days of happy like mm-hmm. challenge that happened a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably always going. I just did it a while ago. Yeah. But it would take one picture every day and like post it as your hundred days of happy. And then I made a a photo album of all of those things. Mm -hmm. And it brings me so much joy. Mm -hmm. And it was so difficult for me at times to only have one thing. But it was just such a nice way of doing that too. And, you know, thinking about your Instagram feed and your your Mm -hmm. Facebook albums and these other things that we're still sharing, sharing, sharing on, but Mm -hmm. now we're doing less, right? We all, it's like we removed the FOMO from our life. And it's like, okay, what are you sharing now? My my one friend just keeps sharing um, her stories are all of her past memories. (laughs) Oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's fun, but it's sad too, because I think she misses it so much. Yeah, because it is a hard time. I think that like that gratitude practice is so powerful right now of just mm-hmm. writing stuff down, but also like take Thanksgiving Day if you're not doing your typical thing and just look at what you are grateful for from this entire year, from like mm-hmm. the hardships you might have faced and the the like weird ups and downs that you experienced. Like what are you already seeing was a lesson or something that you can take from a negative to a positive, like, okay, I'm thankful for that really messed up experience at work because it showed me X and just doing those tiny shifts, like sitting down and just writing 10 is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like I started a 30 day gratitude practice way back when I was living in Wyoming, um, in, in Laramie. And, um, 
it, I just did three a day, but I challenged myself for 30 days, no repeats. So like the first oh, week yeah. was fine, yes. but then the second week I was like, oh, I can't be thankful for my mom again. Like what am I yes, going to be grateful right. for now? Um, so it, you know, it really challenged me to look at things differently. And then I also started a practice where every time I was at a red light, I had to name five things that I was thankful for that day. And it was like, it, it was great because it got me out of whatever I would typically ruminate on at a red light. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that person didn't just speed through the yellow. Like I would have spent, you know, like you yes. go in all these auto. Your like, chronic issue wanting yeah, to be going faster. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it takes you out of whatever like t- normal thought cycle you're typically in, in the car, which is what it's like, oh, I forgot to go to this store or, oh, I'm running late to see this person or, you know, whatever that thing might be. Um, and it just puts you right in the moment of like, oh, wow, that was really nice that that lady like let me go first at the coffee shop this morning or whatever happened. You know, those yeah. small things, the more you tune into those, not only are you then welcoming more from the universe, but you're also literally rewiring your brain to expect more of that as opposed to expecting more of the, the crap aspects of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really, I think, the power that we can have in this weird Thanksgiving season is just sitting down, slowing down, saying, how do you want to define your holidays going forward? I think that's the other really cool thing about this yes. Thanksgiving. Right. What are that you it might for? turn things yeah. upside down in a really positive way. Yeah. Right. Releasing some of these needs and shoulds. Mm-hmm. And what do you want it to be like? What does it feel right to be doing? Um, and giving yourself some time and space to do that. Totally. Um, I also think that, you know, when we're saying slowing down, you know, both Whitney and I move at a high pace, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, you're a manifesting generator too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So we're both manifesting generators. There's like no time where we're not cooking something up and pushing it into action, cooking <laughs> yep. something up, pushing it into action, right? Yep. Like we're just like constantly making energy balls and launching them out into the universe. Yeah. And, and it's like, of course, that's why our repeated message is always slow down, slow down, slow down, build your bigger energy ball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But doing the gratitude, I think invites those moments of slowness into your life. Mm -hmm. We're slowing, thinking about slowing down and and meditating or not Mm -hmm. doing things as far as well, you know, it's like, that doesn't have to be what it is just taking those moments mm-hmm. of pause mm-hmm. throughout your day, like Whitney's saying, you know, at the red light, at the stop sign, mm-hmm. or throughout your day seeing, you know, an interaction with your kids or something funny that was happening or what the birds look like out of your window, right? Mm-hmm. And just being, taking those moments, it's three seconds, yep. but it's three seconds where you're more present, mm-hmm. where you're more present and you're shifting your vibration to being grounded, being in alignment, being hopeful, calling Mm -hmm. upon those higher energy, um, emotional scale energies Mm -hmm. of of hope and gratitude, and pulling that in of appreciation, right, which is Mm -hmm. almost at the top of the list of the emotion scale, pulling in appreciation, and inviting that energy into your life. And that those pauses yeah. slow you down, they ground you, and they do more through your day than and, almost anything. And if you're one of those people like me who, when you first thought of like meditating for five minutes, you're like, there's no way. I want you to set a timer for one minute and try to not think anything and see how many thoughts actually go through your mind in one minute. So then so you many. can kind of oh reverse God. engineer this. Like all we're talking about is three seconds, 17 mm-hmm. seconds. If you want to be an Abraham, 17, 17 seconds, seconds yeah. hold a positive thought for 17 seconds and watch what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, it's unreal. It's unreal the stuff that opens up for you when you can just stop, deliberately pull in a positive thought and just think about it for a handful of seconds. Like count like you were when you were a little kid, like counting for hide and seek, like one Mississippi, two Mississippi or whatever you did. That that kind of slowing down, it's not actually going to affect your day. It's not going to make you run late for anything because it's like 15 seconds. It's, it's right. nothing. Um, but it's actually going to increase your alignment. Yes. And that's going to make your day 
feel much smoother, feel more grounded, you know, mm-hmm. feel more at ease. Mm-hmm. One of the I say with, with RTT is what we're really shifting um, after our session is we're rewiring your thought process mm-hmm. so that when those triggers come up, when you're feeling hectic, when you're feeling more rushed, you're not feeling like this isn't enough. I'm not enough. I need to be doing more. There isn't enough time. So that you can pause in those triggers Mm -hmm. and say, hmm, well, that's not my truth. Yeah. I have enough time. If I am enough, what I'm doing is enough, right? There is enough time. I'll get done what I can get done. And that is enough. And I think especially with with holidays and events, it's those kinds of moments Mm -hmm. that just help you. And to me, Mm -hmm. that's the most profound shift. When people ask me, um, I had a client right now who's like, does this work? Is this really going to work? And I'm like, well, a couple things. The, <laughs> my intention is that when you're feeling bad about yourself, you're able to ground into your truth. Like that's my real goal for everybody. Yeah. You can decide like how big of a life-changing shift that is or not, but I think it's like earth shattering. Yeah. Because it compounds and compounds and compounds and mm-hmm. compounds mm-hmm. and you show up differently. Mm -hmm. Your thought process is different. Your words are different. Your interactions are different. Your energy, your vibration is different. You are different and the world around you becomes different also. Exactly. And I, I don't know how much I can stress this, but when you are feeling rushed and hectic and like crazy making, the best thing you can do to actually give yourself more time is to take five minutes to do a breathing exercise Mm -hmm. or a meditation or just dance around your room to your favorite song. Like seriously drop everything and do the thing that seems like it's only going to make your day more hectic, which is slow down and do something that makes space for you. Um, And I think like that it's so counterintuitive, but every time I get in a hectic mindset and I actually go and do that, I somehow do more in the day than I had originally planned on doing. Um, and it, and it just reaffirms that like, it really is your mindset that is making you feel a certain way. So if you can stop and shift your mindset a little bit around it, it will change all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and something and you remind that time, right. Using that time. What am I grateful for? What am I grateful for in this moment? What am I thankful for? Yes. And so I think looking into, like I was looking into the definitions of thankful, um, gratitude and appreciation, Mm -hmm. right? Because I kind of lump those all together and, Mm -hmm. and you understand what those definitions are. I think we all do. They're, they're common words and, and concepts, but really looking at the definition was interesting. So The definition for thankful is pleased and relieved, which I was really surprised to see. And it says expressing gratitude and relief. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it's like, yes, when we want to talk about letting things go, we can do that, right? That was so, that was my huge part of my mm-hmm. huge issue was not being able to let things go, not being able to release it, mm-hmm. not being able to release how things are going to happen, what's going to happen afterwards, letting go of people, letting go of emotions. But you can do that through thankfulness by being thankful, giving things pleased and relieved. That's and so it's cool. like so interesting to think that we can be releasing those things by shifting our focus into being thankful. Mm-hmm. Um, so then if we look at gratitude, so right, so a definition, mm-hmm. expressing gra- gratitude and relief. So if we look at gratitude, the definition for gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Mm-hmm. Which I love that it involves kindness. Mm-hmm. So again, Gratitude, the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness, which I love that it's return, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, it's giving in this circle, mm-hmm. right? It's readiness to show appreciation, which means something that you're receiving, right? Mm-hmm. Something that is you're saying you're receiving that in and returning it in kindness. Mm-hmm. 
So then looking at appreciation, because they're, they're all really all linked together. Yeah, in they are. Definitions. So then appreciation is recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. A full understanding of a situation. I love that. Because when you do appreciate something, you understand all aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Like you really, you are seeing the light in the dark and the dynamic in between. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool. I love that definition. Um, and I was talking to to a client recently about um, going through a breakup mm-hmm. and really emphasize, well, she's trying to, and really emphasizing you don't have to turn sour against him. You don't have mm-hmm. to look at that relationship and, and say, why was I in this for so long? He's so terrible. We don't have to paint him into a worse version of himself. Mm-hmm. You can say, this is no longer serving me right now. It's mm-hmm. no longer serving me now. And you don't have to taint everything that happened. And I think in that appreciation mode, having a full understanding of a situation, being able to be in the observer, the awareness mode and saying, these are the really good things about that relationship. These are the things that are no longer serving me. These are the things where it doesn't line up. And now I'm ready to have more things be in alignment. And that can be as simple as it is. And we can apply that to relationships. We can apply that to living situations we can apply that to how we're hanging out during the holidays or not Mm -hmm. we can apply that to how we're celebrating what that means for us how Mm -hmm. we're living right our daily lives what's serving you what's not and moving forward so you just reminded me of a client that i am working with right now where her on a similar level um redefining relationships and connections to people is is what she's now working on. Mm -hmm. When we started her goal, and this is still her goal is to create an easeful relationship with her partner. Mm. And in working on this goal together, she's leaving her partner. Yeah. They're, they're separating. And it is so beautiful. She was reflecting to me recently, like, this is the way that we can have an easeful relationship together because what we were doing we just weren't compatible at, but now we have a chance to define a friendship and redefine this relationship and have that be the easeful connection that we have. And so that's another thing in showing gratitude for the hard parts. You can actually find the ease and find the appreciation and find the flow. So even though it might feel counterintuitive in the moment to say, I'm grateful for the fight that I had with my partner last night because it showed me the whatever that we needed yeah it was the way that we needed to express those things at this time yeah you know and and i when my partner and i i reflected and he said we've been living together full time for two years now Mm -hmm. you know how many times you know how many arguments have we even had and i was like just that one when we were coming (laughs) from vacation but we had both we were both getting let go from our jobs and we were losing our home and we had to make really big decisions about what that meant for us moving forward because you know are we going deeper in a commitment and Mm -hmm. I was really upset about a lot of things and it wasn't the most productive way to have it happen but I also think he needed to hear it at the level that it was actually Mm -hmm. bothering me Mm -hmm. and and, and we were able to have really productive conversations, you know, following that up and didn't say anything that was more detrimental mm-hmm. or harmful to each other. It wasn't mm-hmm. in that way, but it's like, yeah, sometimes we need to have those. And I said, I'm so glad we did yeah. because we both needed to say things at that time that we weren't saying to each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what that, you know, argument was really about. It wasn't yeah. really even an argument. It was most likely me just being like, but this is how I feel. <laughs> and, and, that's, and I think that's such a powerful example of like how you can use gratitude in tough times is like, mm-hmm. this is really frustrating to me right now. And I am grateful that I am on my way to learning what I need to learn. Like, yes. seriously, oh, I when, I, when yes. I would get frustrated with myself or like when I was really in growth periods and it, it happens all the time, you know, when I'm cycling through a growth period, I will get really frustrated because I'm like, why am I not getting this? Why is this mm-hmm. lesson coming to me again? And then I'll immediately shift to, I'm grateful that this lesson is coming up so that I may deeper 
like at a deeper level, understand and integrate this lesson into my life. And I might be saying that in like the snottiest tone, but I'm like, I'm bringing that gratitude there. It's not saying that like this gratitude is you sitting on like a meditation pillow under a beautiful tree, just feeling totally Zen and connected. Sometimes you're using gratitude as a tool to just get you through the mucky mess of Mm -hmm. that section of your path. And that's okay. Like sometimes my gratitude list was like, I'm grateful for coffee because I'm grumpy. Like that's fine. Like what little things can you do? Because this is all about moving you up a scale of emotion in how Mm -hmm. you're connecting to your life. So you're not going to go from pissed off and angry to like totally appreciative in, in the loving light of the universe, like overnight necessarily. You could, Mm -hmm. there are stories of people doing that, but quite often it's small incremental changes, which is why we say it's a gratitude practice. Cause just like anything else, learning, learning piano, getting in shape for like a 5k, like you are practicing and you are getting slightly better every day there might be setbacks, stuff happens, but it's the commitment to the journey and to Mm -hmm. going through the work. And yeah, it's a muscle, just like any other meditation muscle. My my favorite, I have like a favorite Abraham Hicks, like daily meditation. That's like Mm -hmm. 10 minutes long that I love listening to. And I would listen to it every day. And that really became such a big part of my routine and a really great way it, when I was waking up by myself to align myself to the energy. And I love one of the quotes so much. I have it really big on my website even now. Mm. And it's, I know that these contrasting experiences are not me being off my path, but still on my path. Mm. That can be your mantra. That can yes. be your mantra of gratitude when you're feeling off kilter, when you're yes. feeling like things aren't going well. And instead of feeling like you're, you're flowing upstream, like you're trying to paddle upstream through it, yep. when you're feeling that contrast, look at it as the, you know, the, the, the rock in the river, yep. right? The, just the tree branch that's in mm-hmm. your way that you're directing yourself around. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be bad for you. It doesn't have to be off course, mm-hmm. but keep leaning in to the flow, keep leaning into your path and it will continue to direct you into alignment. I know that these contrasting experiences are not me being off my path, Mm -hmm. but still on my path. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this, through healing, through growth, I have learned and understood so much of why I went through such difficult times of my life. Yeah. And I've been able to see them and recognize them as part of my healing, learning, growing development journey. Mm-hmm. And what, if you would have just, right, Abraham will say, do you really want all of the satisfactions of your life all yeah. at once? It's like, no. no, because it's not in having that is the satisfaction. It's no. the journey. And we must go through those trials and things, but being grateful through them, Mm -hmm. being grateful through them, not getting stuck in the, this is how it's going to be forever. Mm -hmm. Today is bad. Tomorrow is going to be bad. This is what my life is like. Mm -hmm. I will always feel this bad. If I would have stayed stuck in that feeling through that heartbreak when I was living in Chicago, who knows how long it would have taken me Mm -hmm. to be with my partner if Mm -hmm. ever in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. I know I called my partner in and I know I did it through immense amount of healing and Mm -hmm. growth and not staying stuck Mm -hmm. in this is how it will be forever. And that's one of the things that I dislike so much. People saying about the pandemic is to normalize these experiences. Mm -hmm. And I I know it kind of gets into a whole own thing, but normalizing mask wearing, normalizing these things. There's a certain amount that's helpful, mm-hmm. but I, it's also like, this doesn't have to be forever. Mm-hmm. Nothing is forever. We don't have to normalize it to a longer extent. We need to normalize it in a way where everyone needs to be doing it right now. Well, in the thing, I think the thing that the, that is underlying that is what we should really be normalizing right now. And I know I sh- should is a loaded word. Yeah. But what, what we, I would like us to be normalizing right now is empathy for our fellow man. 
Yes. That's what a mask is. Yes. Right. And that is like, now we're getting off on a tangent a little bit, but like, that is what I think this is allowing and shedding like light on for Mm -hmm. our culture is how selfish and individualized it has become. Because we won't have to be wearing masks forever. We Mm -hmm. won't have to be having separated Thanksgivings and holidays Mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. This is how it is right now. And if we just do this right now and recognize that this is right now, we can create the future that we want. And, And that's where being present in the now, being present in the moment is what helps shift your energy from a, a, a stuckness of foreverness of desperation yep. or hopelessness. This is what it is like right now. Yep. And it doesn't have to be like this the next five and, minutes from now. And that's why I am so actually excited now about this holiday season, because this is the first holiday season. If you are our age, if you're like a millennial, like, you know, that era, and even Gen X and Gen Z, like we've never had a holiday like this. Like we've never had a holiday where for whatever reason, there's something going on where you really can't be with your loved ones. You know, maybe onesie, twosie, there's been issues like that, you know, in Mm -hmm. people's lives, but this is a global, you know, situation for so many people coming into this holiday season. And it is, not who knows what next year is going to be like, but what we do know now is this is the situation we're in and how can you take this situation and, and how have it work for you? Because that's mm-hmm. all the universe is ever giving you is a new situation to challenge you a little bit and to give you an opportunity to use. So yeah. how do you want to use this? You can use this to be total victimhood, total frustrated, totally like I just want to see my, you know, my best friends and I want to play football with my cousins and I want to do all this stuff. Or you could say, wow, this is the first Thanksgiving in my life where I don't feel the pressure to have like a weird conversation with that crazy uncle, or I don't feel the pressure to have to like take on some of my mom's baggage around getting ready for the holiday. Like this, what is opening up itself Mm -hmm. for you right now? And then how can you reclaim that and make this season, what you want it to be, as opposed mm-hmm. to what you've been culturally conditioned to have this be about. It's like the beginning of The Grinch when Cindy Lou Who is like, why are we all stressed out and like buying presents? And I don't feel like the Christmas cheer. And I, you know, this is just really weird. Like this isn't what Christmas is about. I really hope, I really hope, really hope this year, if you watched on the news and maybe even in, maybe you're doing this or maybe in your neighborhood, that people are already putting up their holiday lights, their Christmas Mm -hmm. decorations. And I'm like, bring it on. But what I'd really like to see is Christmas music lasting beyond Christmas day, Mm -hmm. right? It turns December 26th and all of our higgy is gone, right? All of our mm-hmm. hygge is gone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nope, nope. All of your decorations have to come down. All of the music is stopping. The, yep. the programs are off unless you've taped them, yep. right? And it's like, okay, taped, whatever. <laughs> I love that. I love, I love that we can date ourselves now by saying things like, did you tape that? Did you tape yeah. that? <laughs> um, but, it, but to me, it's like, I love having winter decorations. Yeah. I'm, right now I'm enjoying my fall decorations and mm-hmm. I'm enjoying going to be um, putting up my, my winter decorations. Yeah. So maybe I'll put away my Santa Clauses, you know, after Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But my birthday is in February. My, my partner's birthday is in January. I love, I don't want to be in a barren house yeah. looking at, you know, white snow with barren trees. Mm-hmm. It's, bringing that awareness in of that cozy feeling, mm-hmm. keeping those twinkly lights on, mm-hmm. having that, right, which is really kind of bringing in a couple of things, right? Bringing yeah. the stars into our lives and mm-hmm. that candlelight glow. That's what yeah. I feel like when I see those and, yeah. and keeping that sense of warmth around you. And I, that's another, I think, really good suggestion is to keep, keeping that around you yeah use things that make you feel good and when you're pulling in things that make you feel good when you're looking around for those things that make you feel good that includes decorations yeah that includes your I love pretty dishware Mm. that's a 
thing for me. And so now that I'm, you know, like everyone working at home full time, mm -hmm. I'm by myself most of the day because my partner still works out of the house, mm -hmm. but I'll still, I'll make myself a fast lunch, you know, in between calls and things, mm -hmm. but my dishware is pretty. Yay. And, and I make my, my lunch look pretty, or I'll take yeah. that extra minute to make something slower for myself. Mm -hmm. And I love seeing that and it yeah. brings me joy and I appreciate what that looks like. Yeah. I appreciate the moments I'm spending, even in a rush day yeah, to be just enjoying the presentation of my meal, mm -hmm. which helps me eat better. Right. Yes. And not just mindlessly snacking on stuff but here this is this presentation for me that mm -hmm. i can appreciate that looks pretty because it's on a pretty plate yeah or i have a pretty glass you know yeah. whatever it is it's all of those little things yeah. and if that's your holiday dishware if that's yeah. your decorations leave those out give yeah. yourself things to look forward to in your home, especially yeah. since we're spending that much time there. So here's the, here's a fun thing that my parents do where this year it got a little out of control, but I actually love what they, they did this year. So we never took our Christmas tree down right after Christmas. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it, it would always stay up at least to new year's and then like we're busy. So maybe it would stay Us up a little too. bit longer. Yep. And my mom finally got to the point where she's like, we're just going to have a ornament taking down day, not a taking mm -hmm. the tree down day. And we would leave the Christmas tree up until like St. Patrick's day because mm -hmm. it's still dark. It's still dreary. And it's just nice to be able to like, my dad and I would sit in the morning and like have our breakfast and just have the Christmas tree on like yes, as he was getting ready to go to work and I was going to school and stuff. And it was just so nice and so warm. So how can you create those little moments, even in this weekend, like you gave me the idea this, this coming Thanksgiving weekend, um, we're going to go get our Christmas tree. Cause it's like our little mm -hmm. family tradition. We go on a hike and we go find a tree. And, um, I am like, yes, we're going to do that. But then we're going to like hoggy the whole house. Like I want to yeah. get the Christmas lights up outside. I want to get like all my candles back out. Like I just ordered a bunch of candles and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to put them all over the house. Yeah. Those it's little simple pleasures, right? Yep. Because you can, you can smell that in and mm -hmm. say, I'm so grateful for that moment of rest. Right? I'm so grateful for that scent that's bringing me joy, mm -hmm. right? And calling in more joy into your present moment. And you don't, you don't need a lot. You don't need to buy a lot of things. You don't need to do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It can be as simple as a candle, mm -hmm. a dishware, a string of lights, mm -hmm. um, just surrounding yourself what you can with things that bring you more joy. Mm -hmm. Print pictures off. I In my office, I haven't have some things I have more set than others. Mm -hmm. I just have pictures printed out on paper hanging on my wall because I like seeing them. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be bigger than that or more yeah. official than that. Yeah. You know, just surrounding yourself with things that, that bring you joy. Yeah. Because it, it draws in your eye for what you can appreciate. I yeah. love when my office faces um, more is more Eastern facing. So mm -hmm. the sunrise kind of shines in through my office and then it sets in the, the kind of kitchen living room area mm -hmm. of our house. And I, I can't see that. I only have windows that face East. And when I get up for my, my break or to get another a glass of water or something, and in my office space, it's, it's dark already, you know, it's, mm. it's dim and, and there's nothing beautiful to see necessarily outside sometimes. Yeah. And I, I forget, you know, cause I'm just focusing in on my work then. And I go out to get more water and I'm like, Oh, look at the sunset, yes. right. Peeking through our neighbor's house, glistening on the, the wispy, um, wispy wills of, of the, the fieldy marsh behind their yeah. neighbor's house and seeing the sun streaks coming into my living room, mm -hmm. shining on my gilded, grateful sign mm -hmm. surrounded by my beautiful flowers and just having those moments, yes. those moments to be grateful for, those moments that stop you, that bring you into that present time, that present moment, mm -hmm. ground you, align you, 
these are the things we're encouraging you to do. Yeah. And it really is just the smallest thing. Like, and mm-hmm. give, this is like my word, my other adopted word for the year is grace. So whatever you had expectation wise around this holiday season, give yourself grace. If you fall into a little bit of like a lull or desperation or sadness around it, that is okay to mourn what it was that you wanted to have happen this weekend or in the holidays. And then say, why is it that I'm mourning that? How can I create more of that in my life? I want more connection with my family. Okay. Mm -hmm. How can I do that? Here's a really fun thing that one, someone I know is doing for Thanksgiving. They're bummed that the whole family can't get together. So they are turning on zoom on their TV in their living room all day. And they've sent the zoom link to everybody that they know, friends, family, you name it. And they said, just drop by for cocktails or drop by for dinner or drop by for, to drop off a pie or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And so they're just inviting people to pop in for as long as they can, just like shout like, Hey, it's the Johnson's here. And then they're going to come into the living room and just kind of be on standby all day to like have connections with people. I'm like, that's such a fun way to use the day Mm -hmm. to connect, but not have it be like, well, at two o'clock, we have a Zoom call with this person. And at 2.25, we have one with this person. Right, we really feel tactic. Yeah, right, it's just scheduled. And, yeah. and it, it feels like what we used to be able to do, just like swing by somebody's mm-hmm. house and say yes. hi. So right. how can you find those little moments to, to create maybe some normalcy if that's what you decide you want to create out of this weekend? Or be like me, like, let me be an example. I am just like throwing the whole rule book out for Thanksgiving. Like, we're going to make a bunch of really good food. We just found a recipe for deep fried deviled eggs. And like, we're just going to have fun with the day. Like take the dogs out, do whatever, and just take the pressure off the day. You know, take, mm-hmm. take the pressure off. I think that's the other message with this is like, yes. be grateful, find the gratitude moments and take the pressure off from expectation. And again, really highlighting that the gratitude can be on the simplest things, mm-hmm. right? The simplest pleasures. Yep. So one more quote from me, and then maybe we'll list some things that, that we're grateful for, Whitney. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from E.M. Forster. What is the good of your stars and trees, your sunrise and the wind, if they do not enter into your daily lives? Mm. And it's like, yeah. I give me goosebumps. Being grateful for... I, I mean, those are like my favorite things. <laughs> so, <laughs> Just I, you totally know, aerial alignment right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's like, yes. How many times do I step outside and say, oh, the wind smells delicious today, right? Me the too. wind smells delicious. It's full. You can smell my favorite things. This, the feeling of the wind um, through the pines, right? The roar of the wind, the scent of the wind, the feeling of it. I love it. One of the things that um, Midwesterners will say, you know, is why do I live in a place where the the air hurts my face? And it's like, (laughs) maybe because you're not dressed correctly. Like, look at this. Why do you live in a place where the snow is so beautiful? Mm -hmm. Where my, one of my favorite things for the winter is winter sunsets. It it has Mm -hmm. a different tone than it does in the summertime. And I love everyone who doesn't love sunsets. Yeah. But there's a different tone in winter. Yep. And pause, recognize that, take that in. Yep. Those are moments to be grateful for. Sharing a laugh with a friend, laughing at a freaking meme text, right? Or something. Yes. Oh my gosh, be grateful for that. Yes. Right? For those moments of, of levity and joy, mm-hmm. the simplest pleasures you can be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. So what are you grateful for right now? Well, I love, I'm grateful for working with you. That's for sure. I love this. I love our collaboration. I love our chats. Um, My partner and I went to a funeral visitation today. And it's always a great reminder of being grateful for all of your moments of life, of of not wasting that, that time and I think the loss of a life is always a good reminder of how precious our moments are mm-hmm. and, you know, encourages me to, to call my grandma again today. And, mm-hmm. you know, I know I'm checking in on my folks and just appreciating those moments, you know, within your healthy boundaries, but really being grateful for the people who I have in my life and 
and the people who aren't, right? I think in loss, you remember that too, who are no longer with us in physical form, but tapping into that spirit and that energy and being grateful for the moments that you did share with them, the impact that they had on your life. Um, I'm grateful to be doing this RTT work. I'm grateful for the home that I live in, the, the life I'm building with my partner, um, you know, how supportive and, and energetic he is with things. And so there's a lot I could go on for a long yeah. time, right? One of the Abraham things is a rampage of appreciation. Yeah. If, if you, if you want to kick this into high gear, that's, that's the other thing we didn't touch on it yet, but yeah. if you feel really energized, just keep it going. Mm-hmm. See how many pages, not in a competition way, yep. but in a flow way. Mm-hmm. Just feel, just keep writing. I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for your mm-hmm. rampage of appreciation. Mm-hmm. Just as much as you can put down. If you're feeling in a funk, it's a great, great, great way to, to shift your focus. And mm-hmm. if you're feeling really high vibe, write it out, yell it out, mm-hmm. shout it out, share it to somebody. These are all the things I'm grateful for. Yeah. Right. And I love that. Yeah. I, How about so you, Whitney? Um, I am very grateful for finding you during COVID um, or re- I guess connecting more deeply with you. Like we, yes. we lived in the same <laughs> sphere online, but like we really connected during COVID and this, our projects together and, and this work is so fun with you. Um, and I'm so grateful for uh, the people that I've been able to interact with and support mm-hmm. this year. Like every single one of the clients that I've had this year has, has taught me as much Love as I that. hope that yeah. I've supported them. True. Like they, they make me think differently and, and find new modalities and ways to support them. And I just, I love holding space for them. Um, and I am grateful for, for just like connecting and grounding into myself even more deeply. Like I said this to Greg last night, we were just like sitting on the couch, watching the office. He's never seen it. So we're like trying to get through it before Netflix tears it down in December. Um, and I looked at him and I was like, I have not been disconnected to my true self for as like consecutive amount of time, probably since I was an infant. Mm -hmm. Like I have not lived. So I am so grateful for like literally just like thrilled on this on like hearing you say this on so many levels on like a friend level on like an energetic level, but also like our RTT session where we merged your soul from the in-between place, like into your life and to be, calling that in merging that in and feeling you really thriving in that energy space Mm -hmm. and and deepening your growth in yourself and your higher self and living more fully in that right Whitney wasn't damaged she wasn't unhealed she was ready to expand Mm -hmm. right deepen grow Mm -hmm. expand more through all of this and Mm -hmm. that's it's so beautiful and I'm just like yes (laughs) (laughs) it's yeah it feels so I'm really grateful for that connection and thank you for facilitating that because it was so needed this year and I'm grateful for the space that I'm in like I literally live in my soul's home like I woke up this morning and looked out the window and I saw the wintry mountains and I was like it's winter in the mountains like they're just covered in the sky was pink behind them I'm like this is this is heaven like these are those moments that Mm -hmm. you get to be grateful for so I dream of no heaven but that which lies about me Mm -hmm. right yeah this is why it's my favorite quote but it's beautiful it is and we're grateful for you listening to this uh we we love hearing we've had a a smattering of people actually say they're listening to us and (laughs) that our (laughs) stories are resonating in some way because we do this because it's so much fun it's so aligning for for us to do and please keep sharing with us that a message is, is resonating with you or helping you through something, or if you have a question or if you disagree with us on something, yeah. all of those kinds of feedback, we're, we're so open to it. And it brings us so much joy, yeah. so much joy, so much gratitude to, to hear those responses from you. So and please keep sharing them. Please, please, please. And we really love like we love knowing that this is striking a chord and like filling its purpose and a way that it can fill its purpose a little bit more is like, if you're really grateful for us and like sharing the feedback via text or email or whatever, like throw us a rating too. Cause that like just expands our circle even wider and then lets the, the, you know, podcast algorithm empowers that be like, connect us with more people like you guys. Um, and we're seriously, 
it's just so fun to like be, yeah. yeah, to be like connecting with these individuals and then having folks like circle back, like some of our messy path ladies are like, you know, still reaching out and saying like, Hey, can you help this person? Or I know someone else who would really benefit from this. And it's just, it's what I think Ariel and I were both put on this earth for and to actually be connecting with people in this way and like sharing the little that we know about the universe and, and how we move through it is, it just makes our hearts happy. And that's a really good point in it too. It's like appreciating where we are in our lives Mm -hmm. that like we're both actually doing the work of our soul's purpose. Mm -hmm. And I believe that for both of us. And I know that that has been such a long journey for, for both of us to get Mm -hmm. to right our, our messy path of leaning further and further into this and Mm -hmm. more to go, always more to go. Um, But especially for women, those are the moments that we don't give ourselves credit for. Then we're not taking those moments and saying, hold up, I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm doing this. I live in my soul's place. I am doing my soul's work. I am with my soulmate, right? These things that we know. And if you, if that's not how you're feeling, start saying those words. Yep. Just start saying those words because that's what will draw it in for you. Yep. That's what shifted big, big yes and if you don't if you don't believe that I am doing my soul's work do the little cheat that I have had and use still I'm 10,000 steps closer today towards my soul's work or I'm 50 whatever number feels like a push but like achievable do that like yeah to call it in. Love it, love it, love it. So share with us, what are you grateful for Mm -hmm. this week, for Thanksgiving, for right now in this moment, whenever you are listening to to this episode, please Mm -hmm. just just comment on, you know, either one of our Instagrams or wherever Mm -hmm. you're finding this, just to tell us one thing that you're grateful for. Um, We'd love to hear that. And we know it's going to have a great effect on you as well. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to connect with us on Instagram or online, you can find our details in the show notes. And remember, the mess mess is is the journey. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get this.